Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hey filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show. Uh, You know, this is such an exciting time. And I'll get to all my excitement in just a second. But real quick, in a couple of minutes, uh, Tom Malloy is going to come on. He's going to give you a recap of the 2022 Cannes Film Festival and the Cannes Film Market. And I've mentioned this in many podcasts, but Tom has multiple businesses outside of all the training material and courses uh, that he's authored for filmmaking stuff. He runs a distribution company. And it was also announced during the Cannes Film Market that he has uh, created uh, with some partners, some very interesting partners, um, a film funding company that has to do with cryptocurrency and, you know, liquidity pools. And and it's uh, very interesting stuff. So we'll get to that in future shows. But for today, Tom's going to give a quick recap of the can uh, of his experience over at can. And, you know, one of the experiences I I know this because because he posted it on uh, Instagram, but one of his experiences was he got to attend uh, the world premiere of uh, Top Gun Maverick, which is just, you know, phenomenal. And it looked like he was having a lot of fun over there. So that's on our Instagram page if you want to check that out. He has a little greetings from his time over there. Um, but, you know, back here in Los Angeles, uh, I too was fortunate to attend a screening of Top Gun Maverick. Now, mine was not the world premiere, but it was an industry screening and and uh, Jerry Berkheimer was there, and uh, it was just really such an exciting night. But more importantly, you know, not only is the film, in my opinion, and you might have different opinions, of course, we all do, uh, but in my opinion, it's it's one of the best films I've seen in a really, really, really long time. And I can't help but think that some of that, maybe because, you know, I was in a theater around people in an IMAX experience with like, and this was at the, for me, it was at the historical chant, um, Man, uh, well, it used to be the Man Chinese Theater, and now it's uh, something else, Chinese Theater. But nonetheless, it was the one up on Hollywood Boulevard where, you know, people, you know, it's just a legendary theater. And it was just such a great experience to get out there and get among people. And if you've been sort of in a funk like I have for the past two years, not being able to get to the movies as frequently as maybe you used to, boy, if you need something to recharge your batteries and remind you of your dreams... Um, man, getting out to the movies. And you may as well, if you like Top Gun, the first one, you're going to love this one, I think. I'd be hard-pressed to believe you wouldn't. Make sure you see it in IMAX um, and get out there. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's almost like I'm, I'm, I'm like doing PR for Top Gun all of a sudden. But listen, it, you know, there's a reason why you're interested in making movies, right? There's a reason why you're listening to this. So don't forget, you know, don't forget to think big. Because, you know, everybody starts from somewhere and uh, everybody pushes projects forward and everybody, if you work at it long enough and you work at it hard enough, you start to level up your career. It just happens. You meet enough people, you share similar interests, you find people to collaborate with. It just starts to happen. So I'm going to use that as a segue into sort of the idea of like building your network, refining your pitch, and frankly, going to where... You know, going to the places where people in the industry congregate, where people hang out and make deals. So these would be the film market. So without further ado, and, and Cannes being one of the most spectacular film markets in the world, 
uh, without further ado, um, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, Tom, if you want to come on, uh, we'd love to hear your five major takeaways from the 2022 CAN uh, experience. Thank you, Jason. Well, my voice has healed. <laughs> it's usually about mid-market towards the end of the market that my voice gets completely hoarse. And it's truly from talking all day, going out all night, and then sleeping a couple hours and repeating it all again. <laughs> so it's, uh, and then it just takes a couple of days of recovery. But I just got back. And so I wanted to give a, a kind of five takeaways and um, of things going on in can and every time I go I try to get a different vibe so to speak of what's uh, the pulse and here's just five takeaways slash tips for future people that would go in the future but takeaways from this year's can um, the first I would say is have your pitch down I mean it's something that it's reminded to me as things become live and in person again that you really need to have your pitch down because no one wants to stand there listening to your pitch for 20 minutes or talk about yourself for 20 minutes. And it, at the same time, it's not all about just, hey, let's get another drink and just go on. You have to say what you do and, and why you're there and all that. So it's really to have that quick pitch down, you know, just go ahead and this is who I am, this is what I do, and this is what I'm here for. What, how about you? And then they say what they're there. And then that's that's it. The rest is then talk about everything else. And that's the perfect kind of networking relationship. You know, you can end those quick pitch and pitch by um, saying, can I get your business card? and Or can I get your contact information? Just exchange it right there. And that's it. After that, for me, it's all jokes and fun and talking about something else, you know what I mean? Like, and this is where the going out the networking type thing, not that it's different, obviously, for all the buyer meetings that we're taking inside the Palais. Um, number two is be ready to walk. <laughs> I forgot about that one <laughs> because you don't think about it when you had the online virtual markets, but can you walk an average, I think, of five to six miles a day? <laughs> Someone said that, um, and it's truly, you really feel it because if you go... If you have the Palais and you go to any meeting, you know, by the um, Grand Hotel or the Martinez or the JW Marriott, you have to walk. You always have to walk there. You have to walk back. And then you're ultimately at night walking to your apartment or your hotel or wherever you're going. It's amazing how much you walk at the Cannes Film Festival and the Marché de Film. It's insane. Um, number three is that NFTs are here and they are for real. NFTs, non-fungible tokens, which has been a buzzword for a lot of people this year more than any other year in the past as there been really a push for NFTs in their collaboration with film. I can go into the, that deeper, um, maybe on a different podcast, but the bottom line is they are here because in the past, and, and this was more, I mean, this is kind of before NFTs existed, but this was more about the maybe 2018 can when blockchain was the big thing that everybody was talking about. Everybody was talking about the blockchain and how that would relate to film. But it didn't really catch on. It kind of seemed to go away because I remember the next year, nobody was talking about it. But this, NFTs are for real. They're here. And this is what a lot of people are doing in regards to film. Number four is... QR codes need to be brought back. I mean, they're they're everywhere, but you need to bring them into your life, I guess, is the way to say it. Um, our posters this year had QR codes all over them where you'd click on it and you see the trailer. 
our film catalog had the QR code right on there that takes you to the website. So many people have their QR codes on WhatsApp or they have their QR codes on a business card and you, you just scan it right there and that's how you get the contact information. The QR codes are obviously here to stay and maybe even more in the future will be everybody will be using QR codes for a lot of things. And the final tip as a takeaway slash tip, number five is be ready for change. Every single year that it's I go to can, um, there are new things that happen. There's just some kind of change in something. Uh, it's, you know, the, the different way of the way the films are premiered, the different way of the way the festival is run, the way the market is run. Every single year, there's some kind of change. And at the, at the same time, there's all different changes in regards to buyers and distributors and sales agents. So you can't always think it's only going to be one way and this is how it's going to be. Be open to change. And you'll learn that by networking and doing all of the things that we're talking about. Um, and those are my five takeaways. And short and sweet, <laughs> kick it back to you, Jason. I've said this uh, time and again, and it's just always so great to get Tom's experience because he's actually out there doing the stuff he's teaching. There's a lot of people, as you know, uh, that teach filmmaking and nothing wrong with uh, teaching theory. Um, but I believe there is something to be said for practical experience and getting a real cutting edge glimpse into what's working right now. All of us, you know, I said at the beginning of our, our conversation today, but all of us, you know, have an obligation to ourselves and our families to, you know, dream big and, and do the work, you know, do the work, do what it takes to level up, do what it takes to get out there and make that relationship and meet those new people and, you know, find new collaborators. Just keep it, you know, keep your eye on the prize. You know, there, again, I'm, I'm just excited um, the idea that we're going back to the movies, the idea that you can be there with people for the shared experience. And frankly, if the movie's good, wow, what a cool thing, you know, to be able to tell you that I went and had this great experience at the movies and you should go see it too. And, and it really makes me think about in, and you know, my background is digital marketing, marketing, branding, uh, sales, as you probably know. And one of the things that everybody always tries to crack in Hollywood is like, how do you amplify word of mouth? And it's an interesting thing. And, you know, I used to, in my earlier days, used to think that there was some sort of code that you could crack. Um, and, you know, there's certain best practices, things that you can do to obviously get the word out. Um, you have to market, you have to promote, no doubt. But, but, you know, just the mere fact that I'm telling you to go see, you know, Top Gun, Maverick, um, I'm trying to experience this from the, from the perspective of a movie marketer. Why do I feel so compelled to tell you that? And I think ultimately what sparks word of mouth is I just had a good experience and I want you to have that good experience too. So um, I, I think that's all for today. You know, I, I know we're, we're hitting the halfway point here in, you know, uh, the year. Um, some of you listening to this, and, and I'm not trying to talk about you directly, but you, uh, you know, you made some, you made some uh, New Year's Eve resolutions, if you remember that. And now we're six months into the year. How many of those are you still practicing? Did you write your film business plan? Do you have a plan to turn your dream into an actionable step-by-step -step list of tasks, which AKA is your business plan? If you haven't written a business plan for your film, I recommend you check out Tom Malloy's. 
It's lightweight. He calls it his confidential information overview. It's something that he uses to go out and raise money. We've had several students that have come through and, and said, now obviously you want to you know meet with a lawyer and do all the legal stuff, right? But writing a plan, turning your dream into a plan, getting your dream on paper, step by step, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what it's going to look like. Here's how the money's going to be spent. Here's how I'm going to take it out into the world and promote it, find a distributor, get this thing out there so that it can be seen, so that it can be seen, so that your movie can be seen by as many people as possible. If you haven't written that plan, uh, check out movieplanpro.com, all one word, movieplanpro.com, and I'll see you on the other side. Take care. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.